Hi, my name is Cecilia Mandrick, and I'm a life coach. I've worked with dozens of high-achieving individuals who feel in control of every aspect of their lives except their own happiness. In this podcast, I'm helping to bring self-proclaimed overachievers the practices, mindset shifts, and actionable steps they need to build more contentment, confidence, and joy in their everyday lives. If you want to create more happiness in your life, relationships, or even just your Mondays, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to Happiness Created, episode 11. Let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about how happiness is a feeling. It's a feeling that we create in our own brains. Did you listen to the first few episodes? It's totally okay if you haven't. If you want to go back, no problem. But in the beginning, I talked about how feelings, the emotions of our life, come from the thoughts that we have. And I've gotten some questions about this, so I thought it might be worth revisiting in a different way. Because sometimes we need to hear things several times before they make sense, or we just need to hear them in a different way. And also, it can be fun to talk about them in a different way. So I talked about how feelings, the emotions of our lives, come from the thoughts we have in the beginning. And this isn't a concept I made up. The Stoics talked about this a long time ago, and there are probably a lot of other really thoughtful human beings in different cultures that also talked about this and had this idea. The whole idea, the whole concept, is that we think how we feel is related to outside circumstances. So we think that how we feel is related to what's happening in the world, how the people around us are acting, how much money we have in our bank account, what kind of house we live in, the kind of food we have access to and can eat if we have a partner or kids, what the weather is today, how nice of a vacation we can take. We believe that all of those things determine how we feel, our happiness level, whether we feel irritated or anxious, etc. We think that if we made a list of all the circumstances that we think would make us happy, and everyone just played their part in our play perfectly, we would be happy. That it's everything around us that's keeping us unhappy or frustrated or annoyed at work on Monday morning or feeling burned out or feeling anxious. So we think that it's everything around us, not us. What the Stoics and people before and after them have said is that there's a missing piece in that equation, that it's not the circumstances create how we feel. It's that between the circumstance and the feeling is a thought. And it's that thought that causes our emotional state. Another important note about circumstances, all of those worldly things I mentioned above, is that they're neutral. So all of them are neutral in the world. How people act is neutral. Taken alone, circumstances, people, what people say and do, it's neither good nor bad. They just are. But it's when those neutral circumstances meet our human brains or your specific human brain with all of your history and training, with your circumstantial background, a thought happens. And a thought is just a sentence in your brain. Sometimes this thought is noticeable. Sometimes it's so quick that it takes time and interrogation to figure out what it is, usually because it's so practiced and maybe a part of our primitive brain that it happens almost instantaneously. But we have this thought, and this thought is what causes how we feel about something. Happiness is one of those things that you can feel. If you've never seen a feelings wheel before, now or when you have a moment, you should do a search for one. There are so many out there and they're really beautiful ones. And it can show you all the different emotions that are available to you. Or look for a list of human emotions. It'll give you an idea of the different feelings we can feel as humans, what all those different thoughts can create. So as a person going around in the world, you're mostly trying to create or avoid emotions 
that are on that list or wheel. You want to feel happy or content. You don't want to feel anxious or afraid. You want to feel amused. You don't want to feel irritated. And we do so many things to create or avoid those feelings. We spend a lot of time, effort, money trying to create and avoid emotions. We spend these resources trying to manipulate the circumstances so we can feel a certain way. Again, thinking that if we just have the perfect circumstances, that we could or would feel a certain way or wouldn't have to feel a different way. This includes buying things to feel sufficient, drinking alcohol to avoid awkwardness, taking vacations to feel excited, relaxed, or important, people-pleasing so we can feel worthy, avoiding tasks to avoid fear, acting perfectly so we can feel that we're worthy, and on and on. This never works in the long term because it doesn't address your thoughts and beliefs. I'm going to say that again. Manipulating your circumstances never works in the long term because it never addresses the thoughts and beliefs that are underlying what's happening. It doesn't work with your primitive brain and nervous system. It's trying to short circuit the entire process by creating circumstances, by creating this perfect little box that you can live in, that you can only feel happy, you can only feel satisfied, that you never have to feel anxious. And it becomes smaller and smaller the more we spend constructing it. But now we know that circumstances don't create emotions. Your circumstances are not responsible for your emotional well-being. Your thoughts and beliefs are. There are no circumstances out in the world that can make you feel a certain way. It's always a thought you have about that circumstance. Like, this vacation is good. I have access to great food. My boss is nice. Whatever it is that you're feeling, whatever it is that you're thinking, creates the feeling within you. Your emotional well-being is tied to that. And I want to have a quick caveat, and I mentioned this in the earlier episode too, is that there is a component of brain chemistry. We're not talking about that here. But even if you have brain chemistry that makes you more predisposed to, say, anxiety, there's still a huge part of whatever anxiety you're feeling that is related to your thoughts. It's why medicine can be so powerful, but medicine paired with something like counseling or coaching, working with a professional can be even more powerful because coaching addresses the underlying beliefs. It helps you work to untangle those so that you're working with the anxiety you can work with. And maybe the medicine that you're taking works with the other anxiety, the brain chemistry anxiety. So it's a different path to happiness or any other feeling you want to feel. It's to notice what thoughts you're having that are creating your emotions. So you might have a thought, if I take this fancy vacation, I'll feel less burnt out. But your brain comes with you on vacation. And when you come back to your life, your brain is still there. While you might have felt better on holiday, once you've returned, your brain will go right back to its old patterns because nothing you've done on the vacation has changed your patterns. And you might even feel burned out on vacation because your brain is still there. Your brain might not let you relax. It might not let you have a good time because it's still doing its thing. It still has its thoughts and beliefs. When you notice the patterns, I'm feeling burnt out because I keep telling myself this story, you can start to shift the story. You can start to process the emotions that are coming up, and you can start to access different beliefs and different stories. You might also recognize boundaries you want to set in this case. But that first insight comes from getting curious about how you're creating how you feel with your thoughts. As I mentioned before, some thoughts are so practiced that they happen really quickly, and noticing them takes practice. In fact, most things, noticing most of our thoughts takes practice. It's building this self-awareness. This is the skill of building self-awareness. Preferably non-judgmental self-awareness. You're not adding resistance and judgment on top of everything else. 
but ultimately it's building your self-awareness. What am I thinking? How is it contributing to how I feel? There's also a skill of processing emotions and then emotional resilience that comes from that. That's part of this whole process. Once you notice the first thought, you can notice what feeling it creates. You can be able to feel that feeling, give yourself permission to feel the feeling, acknowledging it safe and normal in your body before switching to a different thought or emotion, acting from a different place. This means that you'll no longer be acting to avoid an emotion or acting to create an emotion, but relying on your brain and your beliefs to create emotions and feel emotions in the world. If you do this and you stop trying to control your circumstances and other people to feel a certain way, you'll start to feel happier and more content, more confident and satisfied in your life. You'll stop feeling as anxious, afraid, and irritated. So starting to pay attention to your own thoughts and the emotions they create, and then starting to shift those thoughts, creating different emotions, will change how you feel in the world. It's only by changing your thoughts and beliefs that lead to this long-term change. So nothing you do will lead to long-term feeling change, emotional well-being. But if you change your thoughts and beliefs, you actually can shift your emotional well-being over time. Starting this work alone can be really challenging because it's teaching your brain to think and behave in a new way. So think of it like a practice, you know, like learning to lift heavy weights at the gym, learning a new skill like knitting. It takes time on task and patience to learn it. It's entirely possible. It just takes time. And you might start by asking yourself, what feelings am I most trying to avoid and most trying to create in life? What thoughts or beliefs support those feelings? Can I grow my capacity to feel all of the emotions that humans feel? All of the emotions on that wheel. And if you want support doing this, reach out. Not only is working with someone through this faster, but it's also a lot more fun. And remember that your happiness isn't something that comes from something else. And remember, your happiness is not dependent on your circumstances. I know that this is something that you've been taught and something you probably believe really deeply. But your happiness is not dependent on your wardrobe or what house you have or what job you have or what title you have. Your happiness is dependent on the thoughts that are going through your brain, on your belief system. And so you can change how you feel in your life without ever changing any of your circumstances. And that doesn't mean you might not want to change your circumstances. You might not want to set boundaries. But that when you start doing that from a place of thought and belief work, of managing your mind, you'll do it from a place of love and you'll get entirely different outcomes than if you just focus on the actions. When we focus on the action, the results are never that long lasting. The feelings you create are always very temporary. I hope this helped to clarify a little bit. So happiness is a feeling. It's a feeling you're creating with the beliefs that you have in your life. It's creates Happiness is something that comes from within you. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're looking for another way to bring a little bit of joy into your life, I have just the thing for you. My Feel Your Feelings mini course is designed to help you develop emotional literacy and increase your emotional resilience. It's totally free and available for you by going to Cecilia, that's C-E-C-E-L-I-A-B, Mandrick, M-A-N-D-R-Y-K, dot com, forward slash free training. I just know you're going to love it. We'll see you back here next week on Happiness Created. See you then. Here's a quick reminder to follow this podcast so you can get your weekly dose of happy delivered right to the top of your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is open the Apple Podcast or Spotify app on your phone, search for Happiness Created, click on the show and hit the little plus sign or follow button in the upper right corner. 
I'll meet you back here next week.